Blog Talk Radio. Back at it again. It's another edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. And the NFL Draft Bible is on fire. And we are freezing cold here in New Jersey. So uh, we are trying to warm up with the heat and try to catch fire along with the NFLDraftBible.com. And uh, we have an excellent, excellent guest lined up for you today. Excuse me, we're catching our breath. It's a busy time of the year. Uh, everybody's contacting us because it is December 29th. It is officially draft season. And we've been bringing you the names you need to know since 2002. And we are texting with our guest for today, providing him with the call-in number, because sometimes live radio, you got to fly by the skin of your seats. But we're going to have Richmond quarterback Kyle Lawletta join the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host right here, RIC in a place to be, Rick Saratella. Telling it like it is when it comes to the NFL Draft since 2002. It's what we do, baby. Um, so, you know, a couple years ago, our uh, – Director of College Football Scouting, Joe Everett, put a player on my radar, said, man, you really got to check out this Richmond quarterback. And, you know, it took me a while to get around to it. But when I did, boy, oh, boy, was I impressed. Uh, I'm going to tell you, this kid has some rare arm strength, some rare ability to make some throws that, you know, quite honestly, I'm not so sure – you know, there, there's few, if any, quarterback prospects in this year's draft that can make the same kind of throws. And we're going to welcome him into the Defiance Fuel Water hotline right now. And I'm a little bit jealous, Kyle. Welcome to the show because uh, I know you escaped the Richmond cold to uh, be down in Florida <laughs> training. I'm stuck here in Jersey freezing my behind <laughs> off. But uh, I'm sure you've been in contact with some of your family and they've uh, informed you how you're not missing out on the cold this year, my friend. <laughs> well, well, thanks for having me, first of all, and and I'm actually I am actually home right now as we speak. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, it was uh, I was I went out to eat last night and we're walking to dinner. It was about like 14 degrees outside, so <laughs> I definitely didn't miss this uh, this cold winter. But but yeah, I'll, I'll be home uh, until January 1st, and I'm going to head back down to Florida on January 1st, and and then I'll be down there for about you know two months through the uh, through the Senior Bowl and, and then through the Combine there at the end of February. So I'm excited to get back down there. Very exciting times. And when you say there, we assume IMG is the last time we chat. I know you're heading for training down yep. there. But all yes, joking sir. aside, you know, last year when I was at the Combine and the Browns were evaluating quarterbacks, it, it became a, a, a topic of conversation with quarterbacks' hand size and the ability to play in cold weather. And that was something that Hugh Jackson sure. at the time said he puts into the evaluation process. I know teams like the Patriots also value stuff like that. I mean, uh, how do you feel playing in cold weather? Have you had a lot of experience playing in the snow? Obviously cold for sure. And then, you know, the rain, the sleet, the hail, you guys there in Virginia, uh, not too far away from from this New Jersey kind of weather, but you know what's been your experiences playing in the cold or the bad weather? Do you do you feel like you have a good grip on that? Absolutely. Well, I mean, aside from Richmond, I mean, I've grown up my whole life here in uh, southeastern Pennsylvania, and we've had you know some cold, cold winters, and and I can always remember um, you know towards the tail end of the football season, even through Pop Warner, and then through 
uh, through middle school. And then, you know, especially high school football. I mean, I can remember countless games that, that were in the twenties and, uh, and we're, we're cold like that. So I've had, had a ton of experience. And I think just from, from growing up here my whole life, I've kind of gotten used to it. And, and I definitely don't mind, you know, I think a lot of people put uh, so much emphasis in the hand size and stuff, but it really does, I, I think, help, you know, in those situations where maybe it's cold or, or it's raining or something like that. Um, you know, my hand is, I think is, is a, is a decent size and, and I got measured there and, early in March. Um, and, and like I said, I've had plenty of experience and Richmond's kind of the best of both worlds. You know, you get those really, really hot summers, but we, we have had some cold games in Richmond as well, but, but I've kind of, I've played, uh, in a ton of different, uh, weather, different, different weather games and, and a ton of different places. And, and I've had lots of experience and, and I definitely feel comfortable playing, playing in the cold. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for that for sure. And so many teams playing in cold weather, uh, and, you know, teams even opting now to go without the dome and uh, use the cold right. weather to their advantage. So um, let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, senior Bowl invite, huge, huge news. Uh, yourself and uh, along with Baker Mayfield, uh, some other top QB prospects. I mean, what was your reaction when you received the invite? And what are some of the uh, expectations or goals heading up or heading down to the senior bowl. I mean, what do you want the NFL scouts to say to themselves when they walk away during that uh, end of the week of senior bowl practice? Well, I mean, it was, uh, it was definitely an honor to, to, to be invited. And uh, the, the director, uh, Mr. Savage came to practice and, and I was a little bit nervous. Scout Kurt Benkert right after me. Um, and I, and I heard that uh, maybe they were comparing us to, to kind of see who was going to get one of those last invites, but, uh, we actually both received invites, um, uh, you know, so that was, that was great. And, and I played against, uh, Kurt Benkert at, at Virginia before, and he's a heck of a player. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like you said, I mean, whenever you're a small school guy, I think you, you have a little bit more to prove than some of these other guys. I mean, I'm not as mainstream and, and people don't know my name quite as much as, you know, maybe a Baker Mayfield or, or uh, Luke Falk or one of those other guys. So I think, uh, you know, this is just a great opportunity for my to, for, for me to prove myself. And, and um, you know, one of my selling points and one of the things that, that uh, you know, NFL scouts have, have really liked talking to me about has been the different offenses uh, that, that I've played in. You know, I've been in four different offenses. Uh, I've had four different offensive coordinators in four years. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been in two really, really traditional pro-style systems. And, and just being under center – um, you know, having experience calling out the mic, setting the protections, and kind of doing a lot of the, uh, a lot of the things that that you need to be able to do at the next level. And and I've always felt that one of my strengths as a quarterback is is my football IQ and my understanding of the game and and uh, understanding of defensive structure and and uh, you know kind of what the defense is doing. So I think uh, those are all things that that'll help me at the next level. And and uh, you know the uh, the Senior Bowl. The rules are pretty uh, pretty streamlined. I mean, they they really uh, they they don't want any uh, you know weird blitzing or weird defenses and and stuff like that. So there, there's some there's a lot of stipulations that kind of um, you know water down the game so to speak. And but that's all great because I think you can just um, you know really hone in and, and play football how it's supposed to be played. And and you know you can truly evaluate that way. And I think uh, I'm just really excited for the opportunity. I think. You know, my strengths as as a as a passer, my accuracy, 
um, and my anticipation and, and, and then, like I said, my, my ability to process and, and, you know, understand offense and, and know to go where, uh, know to go with the ball, know where to go with the ball rather. Um, but, I, but I'm very excited and it's a great opportunity. And, and like you said, um, so many other great quarterbacks are going to be in this game, but, but that's what you, that's what you want. You know, you, you, as a guy in my position, as a small school guy, you want to be able to compete with the best players in the country. And, and I'm just very fortunate to get that opportunity. Yeah, I think the the players, the the ultimate competitors, like you said, want that opportunity to to compete. And uh, a perfect example of that was Jimmy Garoppolo a couple of years ago sure. from Eastern Illinois. He came he came up uh, down to the Senior Bowl and uh, just had a phenomenal week all week long during the week of practice. Winded up getting selected in the in the second round by the Patriots. We all know what he's doing now. But I think you know you mentioned coming from the FCS and. Uh, you know, I did, I wasn't aware you had four different coordinators in four different years still managed yeah. to to throw for over 10,000 yards and um, really the production is, was there. I mean, 70, 70 plus touchdowns over the last three years. So, but you know, because of guys like Carson Wentz and uh, even Joe Flacco and and Jimmy Garoppolo, I think. You know, the NFL is more aware that, you know, they can't just label guys a small school quarterback and assume that it doesn't translate to the next level. And I think even to even more extent, Josh Allen is, you know, maybe receiving that smaller school label as compared to a Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold, who are in power five conferences. But I honestly believe you know, I I told you this, and I go on the record and say there's probably not a bigger fan of you than me because I when I watch <laughs> you, I see you make some rare throws, some 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 throws honestly that you you pulled off because honestly I would <laughs> tell you man you have no right even you know throwing off your backfield on the opposite hash and just you know flinging it across the field into tight windows and I and I heard you talk about what you consider to be some of your uh, better attributes and describing yourself. But how about, you know, coming into the season, of course, transitioning to another offensive scheme, a little learning curve there, but just personally, what was some of your goals or areas that you wanted to work on getting better at? Was there an area that, you know, you said, you know, I want to try to improve here what were some of the things during the off season coming into the season? And then also between, you know, now in the draft, is there anything that you kind of want to polish up on a little bit? Well, um, I think there's a lot of things. I mean, um, you know, first of all, I would say um, just kind of, you know, getting a more in-depth understanding of, of football. I mean, even though, uh, you know, one of the things we talked about is, hey, you know, you got your strengths and your weaknesses, and, and a lot of people think, hey, you know, I'm just going to work on my weaknesses. And, no, I, I feel that you can always build on your strengths, and there's always more that you can learn, uh, and there's always more that you can, you know, grow as, as a player. Um, you know, and, and being in so many different offenses, it's kind of hard, you know, to start out and, and uh, you, you know, it takes some time, you know, learning the playbook and, uh, and, and getting a chemistry with your guys and stuff like that. We had a couple transfer receivers. Uh, you know, one of them turned out to have a big year, a guy who transferred from Temple. Uh, Cortrell Simpson is his name. He'll, he'll definitely be a guy to look out for a couple years from now. Um, but just kind of getting a chemistry with them. And, and I was also recovering from an ACL injury. Uh, I tore my ACL in the last game of the regular season 
uh, my redshirt junior year. Uh, so I was recovering from that. I couldn't do any spring spring practice at all. Um, so I kind of just sat back and took a bunch of mental reps. And, you know, first and foremost, it was learning the new offense and, uh, and, and kind of mastering that. And then when I got in, I just wanted to work on, on everything. And, and one of the things I really focused on was the consistency of my footwork. Um, you know, because that is something that has kind of changed over the years. Another thing with the coaching changes is, um, you know, your footwork in the gun. Uh, you know, for instance, uh, I, I had always been a guy where I started with my left foot back. So my first year starting, I started with my left foot back, uh, and I got comfortable with that. Uh, and then the next offensive coordinator who came in really believed in putting your left foot forward. And, you know, I, I feel as a passer, you know, one of the one of the keys and, and one of the things you always look to do is be in rhythm. You know, it doesn't matter what your footwork is, as long as you're in rhythm and you're always, you know, taking consistent footwork, uh, you know, your, your drops are going to time up with your routes and, 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 you know, the, all that stuff is very, very important. And then this year um, we went from left foot back to left foot forward. And now this year we were um, an even stance, you know, cause we, we were a little bit more spread oriented and we had some RPOs and, and, you know, that was advantageous to put, put our feet that way. But, the more I watched film and the more I really, really uh, dove into it, I said, hey, you know, all my bad throws, whenever I'm throwing over a guy's head or if I'm throwing an interception, a lot of that usually, usually starts with your feet. Um, so that was a huge emphasis that, that me and my uh, our quarterback coach this year um, also had a new quarterback coach, Aaron Corp, uh, who was a guy who played at USC and then actually played at Richmond too. Uh, he was a younger guy who, who uh, was, was really great for me, and, and that was definitely – uh, a big emphasis was footwork and, and just getting consistent um, and just getting to the same exact spot in, in the pocket every single time. And, and I think I definitely improved in that aspect. So it was definitely good to see. Talking to Richmond Spiders quarterback, Kyle Lawletta here on the NFL draft Bible player spotlight show, a gunslinger. Are you comfortable with that label, Kyle, a gunslinger? Would you, would you say that, you know, <laughs> you have no fear, you know, flinging it down the field and, and, uh, you know, I think sometimes the coaches, you, you watch those old Brett Favre highlights and, and Mike Holmgren on the <laughs> sidelines and he's going, no, 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 yes. You know, do you feel like there's a little bit of that with your game? Because I, I feel like yeah, I there think, is. What, we, what would you say? Definitely. I think I take some chances and sometimes it might, you know, it might hurt me. And, that, and that's something, you know, that I've looked at and said, eh, you know, you got to be really judicial with, with, with taking your shots and, and uh, you know, forcing the ball in the tight windows because, as you guys know, I mean, once you get to the next level, those windows are just going to tighten up and, and get even smaller. So, but I, I definitely mm-hmm. have had, had a had a little record of, of kind of, you know, being fearless and and um, you know. But I think you need you need an element of that, you know, as a, as a quarterback and and uh, you know you need some element of of playing confident and and um, you know playing like you can make all the throws. You know, I don't think I have the biggest arm in the world. Um, you know, that's that, I wouldn't say arm strength is, is one of my is one of my big strengths, but, but, you know, I, you still have to have that mentality of, man, I can make all the throws and, and I've definitely done that. And, you know, we've had some really, really good receivers over the years that, that I've been able to launch the ball downfield too. So, um, it, you know, it's been awesome, but, but understanding situational football, when you can take those chances and when you can't and, and uh, all those things are, are, are into consideration, but, but I'm going to keep watching the film and keep studying and, and just trying to polish every aspect of my game as best I can, you know, during this process. Well, yeah, I think too. There's there's a little bit of the element where if you are 
you know, a, a standout collegiate quarterback. There's any college quarterback has a little bit of pressure to kind of carry their team and guide them at times, sure. put, put the team on their shoulders and say, Hey, you know, let's go, let's roll. Whereas, you know, like you said, when you get to the NFL, everybody's the cream of the crop. Everybody's an elite athlete sure. and you don't really necessarily have to do as much. And, you know, just speaking with you, you seem like a very cerebral quarterback, someone I can tell who's, who studies a, a ton of film. And I guess that leads me into my next question. I mean, who do you enjoy watching and uh, you know, whether it's a current player, former player, is, is there anybody that you just kind of, uh, enjoy watching their film, and you know I know the top players usually like to pick different parts and elements of, of studying right. film of other quarterbacks. I mean, who are some of the guys that you enjoy uh, breaking down and just watching? That's no, that's a great question, and I, I, I definitely watch a lot of a lot of NFL film, and and uh, two guys that really stand out to me are, are Aaron Rodgers and and uh, Matt Ryan. Um, you know, Matt Ryan, I'll start with him. He's actually from my hometown. Uh, he's from Exton, Pennsylvania. You know, I went to a uh, public school that I, that I was district to here, and, and he went to a private school uh, in, in the city. You know, had he went to a public school, he would have went to my high school. But, but um, you know, the, the more I watch Matt Ryan, and he's just – he's impressive. I mean, his, his footwork and his mechanics are, are very, uh, very sound, and, and it, that, that's kind of a great prototype of what you want, want a guy to look like. And I think uh, me and him have a lot of similarities as far as style of play and uh, you know he's not big in, in in running the ball, but he uses his feet when he needs to, and and uh, he's athletic and and he, he works well in the pocket. Um, and like I said, his mechanics are, are are very ideal in my opinion as a quarterback. Um, you know he's never he doesn't get off balance much. He's he's uh, you know he he moves when he needs to, and and uh, you know he can make all the throws. And then Aaron Rodgers is kind of more unconventional guy, but but to me he's the most impressive. Impressive quarterback in the game right now, and I, I love watching him. I mean, he's he's uh, he's athletic and, and uh, is, is very underrated in his athleticism. And uh, you know, for as quick as his release is, he is one of the strongest arms uh, you know in the NFL. And usually, you don't see that combination of a guy who really doesn't you know reach the ball far back, and then but, but he can still throw it throw it a long way. And, and he's accurate, he's creative, and and uh, he's just a fun fun guy to watch. And there's so much. I mean, there's always, you know, every time I put on a game, I'm always, I'm always watching to see, uh, you know, what guys are doing. Um, you know, those are, those are two guys that, that I watch maybe a little bit more than others, but, but I, I try to watch everybody and, and try to, you know, take a little, take a little bit of peace, uh, you know, from each guy and, and try to learn, uh, you know, and try to incorporate some of that stuff into my game. Well, I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I remember Matty Ice coming out of Boston College. He was actually on the cover of the NFL Draft Bible publication, and there was a big debate that year because, you know, kind of what we discussed earlier, he did not have a great supporting cast his senior season at Boston College, and they did not have a winning record, and he was asked to put the team on his shoulders, and, you know, he had a high total of interceptions, and there was a big debate, you know, whether or not – he was uh, this franchise quarterback, and, you know, it just goes to show that quarterback evaluation, same thing with Aaron Rodgers, you know, everybody remembers that, that you know, draft night in the green room doing the slip and slide all the way down and, uh, you know, the other quarterbacks going ahead of him, and, you know, turns out he has the last laugh. So uh, just it's always fun every year to evaluate quarterbacks and, 
you being able to position yourself and, you know, hit hit the draft season triple play. And uh, I don't know if you got the combine invite yet or not. I, I'm assuming you will. But being able to do the senior bowl and the combine and, um, you know, obviously wrap it up with your pro day, you'll have a chance to really get in front of a lot of scouts, a lot of eyeballs. And, you know, I'm hoping, you know, nowadays – they didn't have when when Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers were were coming out. John Gruden was still coaching, so we didn't have the uh, the Gruden show. But I'm I'm looking forward to to you getting that invite. And uh, how would you feel about you know getting an invite to the Chucky uh, show there on ESPN? Would you would you look forward to something like that? Oh no doubt. Well, I mean Gruden is one <laughs> Gruden is one of my favorite guys ever. I mean just listening to him, uh, you know, commentate and just listening to him and his in the uh, Gruden QB show. I mean, he's, he's, he's funny guy, but man, he, you can really tell that he just knows his football and he's just a football junkie. And those are the kind of guys I like to be around. So uh, I've definitely said that a time or two is, man, if I make it, I would love to, to sit down and have a conversation with Gruden. Uh, that would be, that would be awesome because he just, he sounds like my kind of guy and just somebody that I would, I would love to talk football. I mean, that that's the cool thing, you know, with all these different offensive coordinators I've had, you know, it's been a challenge trying to, trying to settle in and really master an offense. And, and, you know, part of being successful in an offense is all about really, really understanding it like the back of your hand. And, and at times in my career, it's felt like, man, I'm really starting to get this. It's really starting to click. I can't wait till next season to when I, I you know, I know all the terminology. I know everything, uh, you know, and I can just start, reacting and playing a little bit quicker and then oh dang there's there's another offensive coordinator but you know but on the flip side of that I've had so much so many great conversations and I've learned so much from each guy you know because each guy has has a different perspective and a different philosophy on on how to play um you know quarterback and how to run offense so um you know I think it's it's really been great and and you know although it, it has been a challenge at times I think uh, you know, in the end, it, it might have been a blessing in disguise, and and I think it'll definitely mm-hmm. help me at the next level, uh, because I don't think I don't think there's a single NFL pass concept that you could show me right now that I haven't seen or, or at least seen a variation of. So um, that'll def that'll definitely work in my favor. Yeah, no, that's impressive, and yeah, it's it's a double-edged sword. I think right now it's a benefit for you. What you want to do is buck the trend once you get to the NFL I remember Jason Campbell coming out of Auburn first round pick he went through I think seven or eight different (laughs) offensive coordinators consecutively and I I think it just ruined him but yeah the 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 goal now is now you get to the next level you get with a good coaching staff a good team hopefully and and uh, you keep that continuity which is so crucial because even guys like Matt Ryan like Aaron Rodgers once they got into a system they were comfortable with, it took them a couple of sure. years to maximize and master that system. So I think there's a lot to be said for that. And we're talking to Kyle Lawletta, Richmond Spiders quarterback, one of my favorite prospects for the upcoming 2018 NFL draft. And uh, this is one of the fastest flying shows we have gone through. Uh, not too much time left here to chat with you, Kyle. We appreciate you taking some time here with us. Uh, one or two more for you. You know, we've been talking sure. so much X's and O's. What do you like off the field? I mean, what do you like to do during your free time? Uh, any activities, hobbies that you enjoy when you're not practicing or watching football? Oh, I mean, uh, it, it's funny because it, it, it seems like 
every time I'm home, all I'm doing is just hanging out with family, eating a lot of food and watching football. But <laughs> but that's what I love to do when I'm home and got some downtime. But uh, no, I like to do a diff- few different things. I- I'm a I'm a big golfer. I mean, I have uh, an older brother and a younger brother, um, and and we love to go golfing. Obviously, it's hard to to golf right now in this weather, but. But really, you know, when I'm home, I just I just love spending time with family and, uh, you know, kind of hanging out with them anytime I can. I mean, it's been a while. You know, Thanksgiving break, uh, I, I was able to go home for Thanksgiving, and that was the first time I had been home since uh, since the summer. So, um, you know, I just try to cherish these times. And, uh, you know, my family's been so huge to me in, in my development, you know, having, having grown up in a, in a football family. So, um, you know, I, I just love hanging out and spending time with them how, however I can. Well, we got a lot in common, football, family, and food, uh, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, and it's it's great. The bowl season is so great. I mean, even like today, there's like five games on. And, you know, yesterday I think there was four games, and it's just such a great time of year. And, you know, it means draft season is heating up, and it means today is December 29th, which, which also means we're almost exactly four months away from that NFL draft. So last one for you here, Kyle. The stage is yours. The platform is all yours. Take it away, my friend. If I'm an NFL general manager right now, I need you to tell me why I should draft Kyle Lawletta come April. Well, I think uh... – you know, in, in recent years, there's I think there's been this, uh, the, you know, this misconception that, man, you, in order to be a successful quarterback, you need to be this big frame guy who has some big arm. And I think guys are starting to realize that, that that's, that's not necessarily the formula for, for, winning, for a winning quarterback and a successful quarterback. And I think, you know, first and foremost, I think you need accuracy. You know, that, that, you know I, I don't think anybody should, should tell you anything different. Um, I think accuracy is the most important attribute for a quarterback, you know, and then I think the second best, uh, the second most important attribute is, um, you know, some element of, hey, leadership and intangibles, uh, you know, that it factor, if you will. Um, and, and then next is the ability to process, uh, you know, and the ability to, um, you know, play, play football at a high level and, and make decisions quickly and, and know where to go with the football and, uh, you know, throughout my career, you know, I think I've been able to do those three things really well. And, and uh, you know, having been in four different offenses in four years, um, you know, I've I've seen football from so many different perspectives. And, uh, you know, I've shown the ability to adapt and, um, you know, and, and really be successful in a multitude of different offenses. So, um, you know, whatever team I, I, I get, I, I uh, get into camp with, um, you know, I'm going to give them my all. And, and I really think that, you know, I'm a guy that can, that can contribute and, and kind of add value to the quarterback room and, you know, and whatever role that is. So, um, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to keep getting better and keep growing um, as a player and as a person and, and, you know, having, having the, uh, the senior bowl here at the end of January and then the combine at the end of February, uh, you know, those are two great opportunities. And, uh, you know, I think I can really just show those guys, you know, especially even in an interview setting and stuff that I really know football and, and, uh, you know, I love to compete and, and I'm just a guy that, that you want on your team. So, um, you know, that's what I would say. But, but like I said, I, I'm just so excited. And uh, this is such an exciting time and, and uh, just a great opportunity for me to, to kind of prove myself. You know, that's one of those smaller school guys. So uh, I, I definitely can't wait for all this, all this stuff to happen in the near future. 
Well, we definitely appreciate your time today, and I personally appreciate your passion for the game of football. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you go out and and perform and show up and show out. And I know that uh, whether it be in Mobile or Indianapolis or somewhere in between, I know that we will cross paths at, at one point or another, Kyle. So I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. In the meantime, uh, you know, please do keep us posted here at the NFL Draft Bible. We always like to update our listening audience and uh, get the message out to all the NFL scouts as much as we possibly can. And you're a name that will be profiling quite a bit here at NFL Draft Bible for the next four months. So, again, thank you for the time and uh, look forward to chatting soon. Thanks for having me and, and thanks for believing in me. That that really means a lot. And uh, like I said, I'm excited. So th- thanks again and uh, take care. Absolutely. We'll be chatting. That's Kyle Lawletta, Richmond quarterback. And if you listen to our podcast throughout the season, uh, by the way, we just had a new show air yesterday right here on Blog Talk Radio, of course, on iTunes, NFL Draft Bible Radio. If you're a fan of the show, then you know this is a name that we've been pumping up. And, you know, we're happy that he did get that Senior Bowl invite, the Combine invite, coming from the FCS. Uh, This is a top-level quarterback, and he's not in the conversation right now, but believe you me, once the scouts see him perform with those top talents, with those FBS and Power 5 conference guys, he will be right in that conversation. I honestly believe that. And, you know, go look at any past draft. There's just quarterbacks that, for some reason or another, you know, even Jimmy Garoppolo, despite how well he performed, still went in the second round, which means all 32 passed on that man. And, you know, I'll tell you what, do not pass on this kid, Kyle Lawletta. Uh, you heard him talk about the decision-making, the ability to process information, the accuracy. Uh, yeah, he's got all that. He's got the it factor. And, and this is a guy, uh, if I was an NFL decision-maker, this is a guy – uh, that I could hand the keys to the car to. So that's my take. It's been another episode of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show here at the NFL Draft Bible, bringing you the names you need to know first. Since 2002, it's what we do, baby. Check us out, NFLDraftBible.com. We're on fire. Social media is on fire. The website's on fire. We had our biggest month of all time this past month. So uh, we appreciate all the support and love, and we'll be back Uh, With another episode, I believe, tomorrow, uh, we are anticipating our podcast interview with Villanova linebacker Ed Shockley, another name you need to know who will be out at the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl along with myself, and uh, we look forward to it. So till the next time, everybody, thank you, Kyle, for joining us today. Shout out to Richmond Football. I was your host, Rick Saratella. Tell it like it is when it comes to the NFL draft. Till the next time, everybody.